Hello and welcome back to the Across the Pod NFL podcast. We are here for a week 13 preview as the NFL season approaches crunch time. Now normally it is me and a guest but this time it is just me as I've been incredibly busy which is why also I've had no content in the last two weeks so apologies to all our listeners for the lack of content we've had in the last two weeks. I've just been incredibly busy with moving from place to place, no real time to sit down and do a podcast recording but we are here nevertheless for a week 13 preview. Um, first of all, quick shout out to Sean, Lauren and Tom, who I met once again at the New York Jets Chicago Bears game on the weekend just gone. I know Sean's a regular listener, so uh, it was nice to see you once again, Sean, and um, yeah, look forward to seeing you soon. Um, but of course, I said before, this is me, so I will give my predictions. But of course, our last guest was um, Oliver Wilson from Talk Sport. Now, me and him both had the exact same score, both got 11 correct scores, which means that the leaderboard still looks like this, with Paul Hope still leading the way with his week four prediction with 12 correct scores. And then there's this tie between Ollie Wilson from week 11's prediction, also Jonathan Dix from his week five prediction, as well as my week 11 prediction, all got 11 scores correct, with Sam Moore still at the bottom. Uh, in 10th place with just two correct scores. Um, so in terms of the games coming up in the weekend, when this podcast will be released, the first game will be already done, uh, the Bills-Patriots game, which is tonight. Uh, for that one there, um, I'm going to give it to a Bills win because, frankly, the Patriots, they've had a good start to the year. Um, sorry, good season, I should say, overall. But um, I think they'll find their match in this game. I think the Bills will just be too strong. Um then we head to the Sunday lot of games. Um, the first one is going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I'm going to give it to the Steelers. I think they've had a good um, sort of improvement since bye week. And they, obviously, I was at their game involving the Bengals game, and it was a very high scoring game. And they really could have won that game if they hadn't made certain mistakes. But I think Atlanta Falcons are just too inconsistent, and you can't really bet on them right now. So I'm going to give the Pittsburgh Steelers a win um, for that reason alone. Another easy one for me is the Denver Broncos traveling to the Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to give it to a Baltimore win. Um, I think that Denver Broncos have been extremely disappointing this year. Nowhere near the team we thought they'd be when they traded for Russell Wilson and gave away all those draft picks to get him. And the Ravens, for me, a team I was very, very high on when the season began in our prediction episode, and they haven't really changed my mind. Um, they lost certain games they shouldn't have lost, but I think overall um, they'll have enough here for the, Ravens, for the Denver Broncos, and I think they'll get what they need here to get a win. And I think it'll be a low-scoring game, but I think the Ravens will get the job done. I mean, Lamar Jackson is an injury concern at the moment. I think even without him, I think they've got enough to beat the beat the Broncos. Um, now, next up, the first game I want to preview, really, is as Packers traveling to the Chicago Bears. Um, actually, if any of you haven't seen yet, we did a YouTube vlog that came out the other day uh, at Lambeau Field. Must watch for me if you want to watch and see what it's like to go to a game at Lambeau Field. This is the one for you uh, because it is an incredible um, experience. Um, just experience that in general. You know, it really is something I'd recommend to anyone to go to. Um, but I'm going to go to the Packers to win. I know they lost last week um, to the Titans. Uh, and I think it's not going to get any loss to the Eagles, of course, on, on Sunday Night Football. They are on a bit of a bad season, bad run. But I think Chicago Bears, without Justin Fields, who at the moment, looking at the current situation, I don't think he's once again fit for the game. Um, I'll just have a look at that way quickly. Let's have a look at the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields, um, he did a full practice on Saturday, on Thursday, so today. But it's whether that's enough to be back to the player we saw before the injury. I don't know. I think the Packers, even though they're at Soldier Field, 
until they lose to the Bears. Um, they still got their the hold on them. So I'm going to get the Packers the win, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Bears go out and get the win. Uh, Jags, Lions in Detroit. I'm going to give the Lions the win. I think they won three in the last four, and the one they did lose was a by a field goal in the last second. They did very well to come back from that, and really, if it wasn't for individual mistakes, they would have won that game. So um, for me, I'm going to give the Lions the win because I think looking at the Jaguars, I know they beat the Ravens last week, but I just think the Jaguars are a team that have improved from last year, but I just don't think at the moment they're doing enough for me to even quantify betting on them to win a game. Um, even though you know, the Lions are the fourth worst team when it comes to rushing yards allowed to travel the ATN, could have a day here. And in terms of the passing yards allowed, both teams are very much near the bottom of the table when it comes to yards allowed in a passing game. So I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And I think just, you know, I just back the likes of um, St. Brown to get the job done for the Lions to get another win. And they have the momentum and they are a team performing well. So yeah, going to give the Lions the win on this one. So the next thing I want to focus on is going to be the Cleveland Browns traveling to the Houston Texans. Now, there's only one reason really why this game is one I want to focus on. It's the return of Deshaun Watson, a player that I've criticized a lot in the offseason for his off-the-field antics. But it is going to create headlines this game because he's playing his first game in two years, in two seasons, his first game in a regular season game for the Browns, and it's against his former team. So I don't know whether he'll get boos from the Houston Texans fans, probably he did request a trade in last offseason. Um, I'm going to give the Houston Texans the win for this reason alone. They're going to have the home advantage. They're going to have the crowd completely on Watson's back. It's Watson's first game in two years. He's bound to be rusty. Um, so for me, I think the Houston Texans will win. I think that, you know, I think the Texans have been so bad this year, but they have, you know, they are due a win. They've only won one game all year long. So I think they are due a win. Um, I think that... I think if they're going to win, it's not going to be pretty. I think maybe like something like a 13 to 10 win. I just don't see either team in the passing game, especially doing the business. I think when it comes to the running game, I think look at Damian Pierce, look at Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. I think that's where the game will be won in, in the ground game. I think if one team can get stranglehold on the other, when it comes to rushing the ball, I think that that will be the difference. But I do think that... Just for the reason alone, the fact that Watson's playing his first game in one and a half to two years, I just think that the Texans will have more of a rhythm in their schemes on offense. And I think they're going to have enough here to get the win and get just their second win of the season. Um, next up is a Jets traveling to the Vikings. Um, for me, yeah, easy one for me, the Vikings. They can actually clinch the division for the first time since 2017 with a win here. They'll clinch the NFC North, um, the Jets. I mean, Mike White was a guy who came in, did extremely well um, on his first start of the season, but we see a lot of back of court backs. They'll come in for the first game. Not many, you know, teams scheme for that and prepare for these players. They haven't got much tape on them. So I think you'll see normally in second or third game of a, of a back of court back, you see the real version of them. And I think that we'll see the real Mike White and then the reason why he's a backup. So I think the Vikings will win. Kirk Cousins is playing the best football of his career. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, TJ Hawkinson. That offense is too good against, albeit a good Jets defense, one that's really impressed me this year, and the Robert Saleh, a team that's fifth in the league for passing yards allowed this season. And when it comes to rushing yards, they are still in the top 10, top 15. So they're doing really well on defense. A uh, fourth when it comes to points allowed. 
Um, the offense just is struggling a lot. Gary Wilson looks like a really good player. They drafted him in the first round of the draft this year, and he looks like a real prospect. But I think the quarterback situation, even though Mike White was improved on Zach Wilson, I don't think that's going to be the same two weeks in a row. So, yeah, going to give the Vikings the win. Giants, Commanders. I'm going to give the Commanders the win. I think Taylor Heineke has made a huge difference for this Commanders team, a much improved uh, upgrade on Carson Wentz, which no one saw coming two years ago. Um if you told if you told them that both teams, both players are playing for the same team, um, the commander's defense is really impressing me. It really is. It's um, had a great twenty twenty in the COVID season. Um, had a bit of a down year twenty twenty one. You all saw that you know that fight between players on the sideline, but the commanders, you know, rushing wise, they're about thirteenth or fourteenth when it comes to rushing yards allowed, and then they're you know in the top fifteen again when it comes to passing yards allowed. So it's not the same elite defense we saw in 2020, but it's still a defense defense that we we saw have been playing really well at times this year. And I think they are a team that can expose the Giants once again. I think for me, the Giants had a great start to the year, but they've really regressed in recent weeks. I mean, last week, of course, they got another loss. They lost to the Dallas Cowboys, which of course no one really was shocked by. Week before, they lost to the Detroit Lions by at least 10 points. And they only just beat the, the Texans the week before that. So I think the Giants are starting to show their true colours, that they're not really the team that we saw. Um, and I think even though Saquon Barkley's had a real good bounce back year, I just think that the Commanders have a good momentum right now. They've won a lot of games recently. And I think it's the team that it's a team to watch out for when it comes to the playoffs. No one thought they'd get there. There's a good chance right now they will make the playoffs. They're currently in the playoffs as it stands. And I think the Commanders our team to really watch out for. Ron Rivera has really salvaged his job and really um, kept his job for the next year, I'd say, for the last few weeks alone. Um, so, yeah, going to give the Commanders a win. Now, this game for me is a game I'm really intrigued by. Tennessee Titans traveling to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles have lost just one game all year long, where Titans did lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars in their last outing. Um, so, apologies for that. They lost not to the Jaguars. They lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and yeah, I think the Eagles, as good as they have been this season, they're second when it comes to passing yards allowed, really good pass defence. But when it comes to their run defence, um, it's about 15th, 16th in the league. Um, and I think that if your run defence is your weakness out the two, there's not many players you want to face less than Derrick Henry. For me, he's a player that come back from injury this year and has been brilliant once again. He's second in the league when it comes to rushing yards. Only Josh Jacobs has more yards this season on the ground than Henry. And of course, Henry is third in the league when it comes to rushing touchdowns with just Nick Chubb and Jamal Williams um, ahead of him. Now, of course, Derek Henry against um, the Cincinnati Bengals last week out had a difficult game. Only ran for 30, 79 receiving yards and 38 rushing yards. So I think that proved to me and a lot of people watching that if you stop the Titans in the ground game, you stop Derrick Henry, you pretty much stop the Titans. And I think that if, you know, if the Eagles can get their best and they can stop the um, Titans run game, I think they'll win this game. But I think if Derrick Henry is allowed to do what he does best, I think that the Eagles could be in a line for their second defeat of the year. And um, obviously with the Dallas Cowboys playing a game on paper, they should win as well on the same day. That could really open up the NFC East and really just give that division a real exciting end. Um, now, next up is the Dolphins traveling to the San Francisco 49ers, a battle of me against my dad. Um, it's, 
it's it's tough for me because we've had such a good run of form. We haven't lost since two has come back from injury, but hasn't really been the best opponents we faced. So in terms of the teams we faced, you know, we played the Pittsburgh Steelers in week seven, the Detroit Lions in week eight, Chicago Bears in week nine, Cleveland Browns in week ten without Deshaun Watson. And then a bye week before the Houston Texans. So this is a real test for us these next four weeks. We've got the Chargers, Bills and Packers and Patriots and then Jets to finish off the year. So I think if we are going to be legit, like everyone's saying we're going to be, we have to win these games. And I think that, of course, Mike McDaniel was a 49ers coordinator for two or three years. He knows Shanahan more than any other head coach, uh, maybe besides Sean McVay. Um, and for me, I think this is a tough one. I think that the 49ers... On their day, for me, are the best team in the NFC. They've got such talent everywhere you look. Um, and yeah, I mean, our rush defense has actually improved in recent weeks. We are now in the top 10, but we were struggling for a lot of time when it comes to that. And then in terms of the passing game, we are still struggling when it comes to that. We are still, you know, well in the top 10. So I think that gives me some hope because the 49ers' best asset offensively is their running game, whether it's Debo Samuel, whether it's Christian McCaffrey. And I think that, you know, we have the skills right now, especially with the addition of Bradley Chubb. I think we really have improved that so much. But you know, Jimmy G isn't the best quarterback, but he's serviceable and he could do a job. And I think that if we can stop the passing game, I think we've got a chance. But we have got a tendency this year, especially to um, allow a lot of big plays. So it's a worry for me, and I'm going to give the 49ers a win. Um, I know I hate saying this because it is my team I'm saying it's going to lose, but I just think that it's been a great run for us, you know, uh, five wins in a row, I think it is now, and I think we're due a loss at some point, and sadly, this might come against the 49ers. Um, I mean, with our offense, you know, Hill, Waddle, Gazicki, Jeff Wilson, Mahim Mostert, there's pure speed there, and I think that if the Niners are off their game, I think we can really exploit them. But I think, you know, if we allow them to do what they do best on offense. I think it could be a real struggle here. I mean, actually, when it comes to the passing game, the 49ers are going to be seventh. So they're pretty good in that sense as well. I mean, they're a good team all round. I mean, I really favor the 49ers to make it to the NFC Championship game. And I think this is a real test for Tua, a real test for McDaniel. I think his clock management has been questionable at times. So I think it's a real test for him here. Um, it's going to be the 9.25 slot UK time. 425 Eastern, it is a tough, tough outing. And I think if we can win this game, I think for me that is a real sign to the league that, you know, we're a team that actually is one to be scared of for the rest of the season and into the playoffs if we make it, touch wood. But I think if you lose this game, I think that it's a real, uh, maybe a, a more reality check. I don't know, but I think. Yeah, it's tough, and I'm really nervous about it as well. It's a huge, huge game you've got on Sunday, and I'm hoping we can get the win, but I'm going to give the 49ers a win because I just don't know what's going to happen, quite frankly. Um, next game we're going to look at is the Seahawks-Rams. For me, Seahawks, for me, the Rams are in disarray. Super Bowl champions look nothing like it right now. Stafford's still an injury doubt. Bryce Perkins didn't exactly impress me on his first start for the Rams. I think Seahawks have lost back-to-back -back games, I think it is now. Um, the one in Germany and then the one last week. Um, I just think that the Rams, I don't know what's going on because they've lost Whitworth, fair enough, and they haven't got Odell Beckham anymore, but they've, I know Robert Woods, but they've, you know, they've bought in Alan Robinson, they've bought in Bobby Wagner to replace Von Miller. 
They've still got Ramsey, Cup, Donald and all them. So I don't know what's gone on this season, but I think, you know, Stafford's digressed this year. He's not been the same quarterback as last year, even though he's thrown just the same amount of interceptions. Um, I think the Seahawks are going to win this game. I really do. I think the Rams are just in a dark place right now. and They're not going to, I think, improve anytime soon. Um, Bengals toasting the Chiefs. Now, this is the team that beat the Chiefs twice last year, once in the regular season, once in the playoffs. And that's why I'm going to give the Bengals the win. I think that the Chiefs are comfortable in the AFC West right now. They're uh, three wins ahead of the Los Angeles Chargers, as it stands, I believe. And it is just a trap game for them, I think. It really is, because the Bengals had their number last year, and the Bengals have really improved as the season's gone on. And they're a team for me, battling for the playoffs, and a team that is really one to be wary of once again, like they were last year. And I think the Chiefs, you know, a loss for them, doesn't really hurt them. They'll make the playoffs regardless. Maybe the number one seed will inspire them to play well. But I think right now, you know, the Chiefs are a team that is due a loss pretty much. I mean, looking at the stats, I mean, defensively, they are um, fairly that well down the table when it comes to their passing yards allowed. Um, they're about um, 13th, 14th, 15th worst in the league when it comes to passing yards allowed. But their run defence is actually one of the best. It's the fifth best. So I think whether it's Joe Mixon, whether it's P. Ryan, I think they may have a difficult game against the Chiefs, but I think Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, I think all these players will have a great day against the Chiefs. And I think for that reason alone, maybe they'll get the win. And I think the Bengals will, in fact, go and get the win. Um, next up, Chargers travel to Raiders. Pretty easy. I'm going to give the Chargers the win. The Raiders, for me, even though they got a win, Last time out against Seahawks in overtime. I don't think that's going to be enough for them. Get the win here. I think the Chargers are going to be hungry and ready for this one. And I think that even though Josh Jacobs is playing really well this year, the moment his best football arguably since he first broke through. But I think the Chargers, to me, will have enough and they will get the win here. Um, penultimate game is the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Indianapolis Colts, a game that I'll be going to with my good friend James. Um, for this one here, I just think that the Indianapolis Colts had a first week, good first week with Jeff Saturday um, as the interim head coach. But Jeff Saturday's clock management was really there to see in the Monday Night Football game against the Steelers, which they lost. Um, I have no idea why he didn't take a timeout when he did. Uh, why he didn't take a timeout, for me, it was the perfect time to take one. So I think he's shown for me definite coach inexperience in this one. Um and I think in terms of the Dallas Cowboys, they're rolling right now. They're playing really good stuff. They really impressed me against the Giants on Thanksgiving. And they're a team that is really rolling. And I think that with Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, they got the best running back duo in the league. And I think that's really helped them having that to not really rely on solely Dak. They can give them, he can hand the ball off to Zeke, hand it off to Pollard, and them two can do the business, particularly Pollard, who's having a brilliant year. And I think when they need, when they need to pass, CD Lamb is there for Dak to throw to. And on defence as well, it's a frightening defence. It really is. I mean, um, actually, when it comes to allowing the run, they're actually pretty bad. They're um, 10th, 11th worst in the league when it comes to rushing yards allowed. So that is the one weakness they have. But they are top of the league, best defence in the league when it comes to passing yards allowed. And against a Colts team, that is basically all their strength comes from the running game. Michael Pittman is good, but the callback situation is terrible right now. Matt Ryan has not been the quarterback we thought they were getting when they traded for him. 
So I think Jonathan Taylor can expose the Cowboys, and I think this definitely could be a trap game for the Dallas Cowboys against this Colts team. Uh, I think Michael Pittman will struggle against Michael Parsons, struggle against his Dallas defense, but I think in terms of the run game, I think that they are a team that can really um, hurt the Cowboys. I think that's a real danger game for them. And in terms of the passing game for the Colts, they are in the top 10 when it comes to passing yards allowed. And in terms of rushing yards allowed, um, they are middle of the road. So I think, again, in terms of that, I think you'll probably see a very run-heavy game. Probably a lot of Pollard, Zeke and Jonathan Taylor in this game. But I think, you know, Cowboys are in better form right now. And I think I'll for that reason alone, I'll give them the edge. And I think it'll be a three to seven point game. I think the Cowboys will win. Maybe a 24 to 17 win for the Cowboys. But I don't think it's going to be easy at all for the, for the Cowboys. And then finally, the Monday night football game sees the Buccaneers host the New Orleans Saints at Raymond James Stadium. Um, for me, I don't really think either team deserves to win. I mean, the Buccaneers had a good resurgence, but they had a disappointing loss against the Browns. And the Saints, however, are so unpredictable. They'll, you know, they lost, they didn't score a single point against the uh, 49ers in the most recent game. The first time in ages they've done that, being shut out. Um, you just, you just don't know which Saints are going to turn up week after week. Whereas the Buccaneers, I think, even though they lost the last game. They have been in better form. Tom Brady has got back to somewhat his best. I mean, his most recent outing against the Browns, he actually only threw for, he threw for 246 yards and two touchdowns. So he's showing signs to me that he is back to the best. And of course, the NFC South is being arguably the worst division this year, apart from maybe the AFC South. Uh, no team in that division's got a winning record. Uh, and I think that the Buccaneers know that they don't have to be at their best to make the playoffs. And then if they make the playoffs, I think you might see a much a much improved Buccaneers when it comes to that playoff run. Um, but the Saints for me, a team I can't really bet on right now, unless they're playing the Texans, because frankly, they're very, very unpredictable. Uh, but the Buccaneers are going to win this game for me. I think that the Saints have been very poor when it comes to passing yards allowed. They're um, eighth worst when it comes to that. Uh, when it comes to how many yards they've allowed on the ground game. Then when it comes to passing yards, they have allowed actually a, a better mark. They are in the um, top 10, 11 when it comes to the passing yards allowed. So I think in terms of this game, I think you'll see the Saints, the Buccaneers really target the the you know the Saints when it comes to the run game. I think we'll see the likes of um, if he plays full net. Uh, if not, we'll see uh, another backup uh, running back for the Buccaneers, maybe Rashad White. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughan maybe will have a have a day when it comes to running. Um, and I think that may be the secret to beat the Saints. But I think, you know, even though they're pretty good when it comes to passing yards this season, I think that their quarterback play is not good right now. Andy Dalton has been okay, but not great. Um, even though they are, you know, they are middle of the road when it comes to total yards per game this season on the offensive side of things. When it comes to passing, they are... Um, here, looking at the stats, they are still amazingly in the top seven when it comes to passing yards allowed. But I just don't think that's you know enough. And I think that the Buccaneers will get the win. Um, but that is the conclusion of our podcast this week. So apologies for the shorter podcast than normal. It is just me this week. I'm hoping next week to have a guest on. I'm not sure who that'll be yet. If I get a guest, hoping we can, we can bring you that once again. Just to recap my predictions, I've gone for wins for the, wins for the Bills. The Steelers, the Ravens, Packers, Lions, Texans, Vikings, Commanders, Titans, 49ers, Seahawks, 
Bengals, Chargers, Cowboys, Buccaneers. Um, and yeah, I'm hoping I can maybe match Paul or Ollie and my own record from week 11. Um, but Paul at the moment still leads away in his quest to win this prediction series. Um, so I've been the host on the Across the Pod podcast, Andy, and I will see you guys next time. <laughs>